I know you're out there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. the dots of the Constitution for you like no one else can. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's an attorney, a disabled U.S. Army veteran, an author, public speaker, mother, pastor's wife, and a patriot. She's Chris Ann Hall. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L dot com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening or watching watching today's Daily Journal, we are so happy to have you here with us. I am here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, in your comfy-looking winter attire today. It's cold today. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's uh, 56 degrees. That's freezing. <laughs> All of our northern listeners are laughing at you, JC. That's why I don't live there. <laughs> well, we are excited to have you with us today, as we are always excited to have you with us. And I just wanted to uh, use the beginning here, this forum, to give a public service announcement. For those of you who have been trying to get into the chrisannhall.com and to libertyfirstuniversity.com, uh, don't fret. With the DS, uh, the DHS and the uh, security mafia have not taken us over. We are undergoing some uh, changes just so we can make Liberty First work better for you. We are all about making this easier for everybody so that liberty can spread. As, um, as Abigail Adams said, we want to light the flames of liberty and watch as it spreads from soul to soul. And so I'm really kind of excited about the changes that are being made. They're very, very nice. And so uh, if you're still trying to get in and you can't get in, just... Bear with us. Everything should be squared away. Uh, changes meaning changes to the website? Changes to the website. Okay. Right, right. Changes to the websites. That's why you can't. <coughs> I thought you meant winter time was coming. Oh, no, no, no. Changes to the website. That's why we were talking about can't getting into the website. So you can't get into the website, so just keep trying. Uh, as uh, one of our friends said to me in very technical uh, computer internet terms, you got to let it do its thing. Okay. Right. Got to let it do its thing. And uh, I just also wanted to mention we uh, a lot of you are asking questions about the trouble that we're having with Facebook. And I wanted to talk a little bit today. Uh, just You're having trouble with Facebook. Yeah. Having trouble with Facebook. Okay. Facebook is uh, been blocking our efforts to create ads. They've been delaying our posts. They've been uh, sh what they call that shadow banning. 
I mean, seriously, we post anything about gun laws, the Second Amendment, and uh, uh, anything about guns at all. And immediately you can see the fact that we are not getting seen. It's just stunning because I watch this stuff from a professional perspective on a regular basis. And uh, Wow, does that mean people are actually going to have to talk to other people like in real life? <laughs> he has such, such discon- discontent. <laughs> no, I, I'm <laughs> just, just like, yeah. I'm serious. Like, oh my God, Facebook is down. We can't reach any, we can't reach another human being with information. Yeah, well, that's, uh, well, that is sort of. What did we do before of, that existed? That is sort of true, but we are, through these, these social media forums, I mean, we, we are able to reach people in Washington State, in New York, up upstate New York, in 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 the UK and in Canada that we we simply weren't able to to get to before, and then those people in those circles spread that way. So, uh, you know, there are evils to it, but there's also I, I'm not saying it's evil. It, what so. my point is, uh, like, because I'm always hearing uh, you hear this all the time. Yeah. Oh, it was the alternative Facebook? Uh, well, that's reality. What we're about today. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it is right. But you go the, to the, you go to chrisanhall.com, You get the stuff. Yeah. You learn it, and then you actually speak to a human being in person. Yeah. See, that was the next step I was going to take. I think what what these social medias have done is made us lazy. So we don't we we it comes to us, and then we don't take it anywhere. Right. You've got to use it as a tool to gather the information and then disseminate the information with face to face contact because nothing beats face to face contact. And we're losing sight of that, I think. But anyway, uh, I just I want to address some issue that seems to be popping up. This misunderstanding that the federal government has a duty to stop monopolies. Um there's no authorization in the Constitution for the federal government to have authority over monopolies. And I, you know, JC, sometimes this stuff pops up so frequently and with such conviction that I start doubting. <laughs> I do. I mean, you're, I spent... You're talking about in particular in relation to Facebook and all these other... Right, right. Nitwits. Well, but but look, the federal government dissolved... Well, but but this this pops up over time. You know, the federal government dissolved the so-called AT&T monopoly, uh-huh. you know, and they get in this. They, they get in and they break up monopolies. And this come has been coming forward. And, and now, obviously, with with a new vigor in the conservative realm to bust up uh, the monopoly, the monopolies of Facebook and Twitter and all this other stuff. Um, Facebook owns Instagram. Did you know Facebook owns Instagram? Of course. See, I didn't know that. Uh, but I don't I don't get into that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I started doubting myself. I'm like, okay, did I miss something? And I'm, I'm searching through the Constitution for monopolies. I even did a word search for monopoly. And, and there's absolutely nothing in the Constitution that authorizes the federal government to get involved in monopolies. Uh, the only thing the federal government is in allowed to do up in breaking up monopolies, right? Um, th- the only thing the gover- federal government is authorized to do is to become involved in the authorizations of patents. And, and, and the question then becomes, because I want us to think constitutionally, right? I want us to think about this constitutionally. Um, 
why was the federal government, this is a general blanket question, JC, you join in here as the sidecar guy and an LFU student. Why? Sorry, I was looking up Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, I did that. I mean, I did that this morning. So um, why is the federal government delegated any authority? What is the singular uh, set aside? Okay, I know. To protect to people's liber- liberty. Right, right. So that's that's the first answer. But why, uh, and I was about to, to come in on that. But what for what purpose would the federal government need to protect their liberty as a, as a, opposed to the individual states? Because that's you will agree that's the job of the individual states, right, to pr- protect liberty. Right. So as we delegate to the federal government, what is their? Why would they be more effective in protecting a liberty than the state in certain aspects? I don't know why. Uniformity. Okay. Uniformity throughout the union for uh, basic uh, foreign affairs and the delegated powers, right? To create uniformity, right? Well, this is not the purpose of the federal government to break monopolies because what that does is it actually is an unconstitutional action that denies private property without due process, Right. So we created the federal government to institute uniform laws within the delegated powers, not to take personal property from people without due process. And if you're breaking up a so-called monopoly, then you are you are literally taking someone's private property. Now, what the what we should not be allowing is government backed monopolies right and that's what facebook is see the interesting thing is these social medias only exist because the federal government got involved on an entry level and gave them in an undue advantage over all the other platforms that would have been popping up to do that so when the government was given the authority to create patents it was to um to create a uniform protection of someone's uh, personal, uh, what is that, intellectual property for a set period of time. I don't know how many people realize patents don't last forever, right? So it was to encourage science, development, and technology to protect people as they uh, make these developments. But that's not monopolies, right? Patents are not monopolies. And I I wonder if maybe that's something people think. Well, there's a patent which gives them sole and exclusive uh, um, ownership and, and authority over that thing. So that's a monopoly over that thing. But that's not the same thing, right? I mean, you looked up monopoly. I, hey, this is, uh, I'm going to let you take this. <laughs> I have no idea. So this is, this is what we're talking about here. The federal government, just boiling it out, boiling it down to its essential things that I wanted to talk about today. As I understand, monopoly means you don't have any competition in the market. Like, you you own it. Right. That's it. Nobody can go anyplace else to get the product or the service or whatever. Which is not true for social media. Right. It's not a monopoly. And even if it were, 
the federal government does not have the authority. And so when you look up this idea that the federal government has the authority to uh, to break up monopolies, where do you think the authority comes from? It's obvious, right? What's your first guess? Congressional Act. So it was the Antitrust Act created by the federal government uh-huh. that gives them the authority to break up monopolies, but that's not in the Constitution. Okay. So once again, if we're going to be liberty-minded people, if we're going to be constitutionally-minded people, we do not want to be begging the federal government to break up monopolies, no matter where they exist, because number one, there is no authority. Number two, it is an unlawful search and seizure. Number three, it is a denial and revocation of personal property without due process. And it allows the government to pick winners and losers. What we need to do is keep federal government out of the corporate business so they stop uh, picking winners and losers like they did with Facebook and Twitter. And we start allowing the free market to work again. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. I, I, this is just something that I felt on my heart to mention because there's big talking heads talking about it now. People, conservatives, people who are in the top conservative talk media, especially with what's happened to uh, Laura Loomer and all of that. We, the problem is government involvement in business. The solution is not more government involvement in business. Can we just all agree on that? Makes sense. Uh, There's also something happening. CNN has reported that Donald Trump is going to sign into law a, a law that makes bump stocks illegal. And according to CNN, this law, and I'm using my little air quotes for those of you not watching the YouTube version of the show, it will give Americans who own bump stocks 90 days to turn them in or to destroy them on their own. And if they don't within 90 days of this signing into air quote law, they will be violating federal law. Okay. Now, there are so many problems with that from the get-go. So if this is true, then those of you who have access to Donald Trump, I don't know if it will matter or not, you need to explain to him that this is unconstitutional on many levels. Number one, this is not a law. This is a regulation that is proposed by the ATF. Oh, really? Yes. It didn't come through Congress? It did not come through Congress. Here's the thing. It tried to go through Congress, 
But because of the pushback from uh, the people and lobbyists and so forth, Congress could not get the vote to pass it into law. So now, once again, you have the feckless Congress. And I'm not saying that they need to pass this into law. Obviously, I don't think they need to pass this into law because this is the other constitutional reasons why this is against the law. Okay? But Congress, unable to do what they want to do because the will of the people will not allow them to do what they want to do, then they push it off onto the president to say, hey, you need to make this more permanent and you need to make this more forceful. And so the idea is what we do is we turn this regulation by ATF into something that we apply penalties to, right? So then once again, as we teach at Liberty First University, as I've talked about on the show as I travel and I teach, what could possibly be the difference between a regulation and a law in a situation like that? The regulation takes your property. The, le- the regulation criminally prosecutes you. The regulation can deny your liberty and put you into jail. So what is the difference between a regulation in this case and a law? Well, the only difference is one is legislation without representation and the other is an unconstitutional law through representation, right? So now because our Congress can't follow the Constitution, it doesn't seem like they can follow the Constitution in anything that they're doing. Once again, they're pushing off unconstitutional delegation of authority to the president to engage in some completely unconstitutional activity. So number one, this is not a law. It's a regulation to be enforced by the ATF, by the executive branch, to the denial of your personal property and your personal liberty, if it gets that far. Not a law. This is legislation without representation. Number two, the federal government, whether it be Congress or the president, cannot make laws regarding your right to keep and bear arms. They're accessories. I mean, seriously, if you separate that from the, if you if you separate the right to keep and bear arms from the accessories of the of those arms, then what is the limit to federal power over these things? There is no limit, is there? Because then all of a sudden, triggers can be outlawed. Bullets can be outlawed. You know, seriously, this is a huge problem we got to look at. As arrogant men tear up our Constitution And from every direction we cry revolution Standing together and without permission Soldiers for truth in the war of attrition The love of our country As our The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Oh, but I'm only a stranger 
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Uh, I am Chris Ann Hall. We are at chrisannhall.com. We are at libertyfirstuniversity.com. This is my husband and co-host, the uh, snugly sweater-wearing, warm J.C. Hall. And uh, I want to remind you that the Liberty First gear is still available for sale. Uh, and we have put up the the new Liberty Ladies line. Ladies, look, where are my uh, Federation of Republican Women? Where are my Daughters of the American Revolution? Where are my liberty-loving ladies? Let's represent real courage in female history. Let's talk about uh, uh, how we disseminate this. You can get T-shirts. You can get coffee mugs, phone covers. You can even get leggings. Hey, JC, I had a question because JC's the designer. I don't wear leggings. No, no. <laughs> JC is the designer, and he is doing no, amazing work. You got a guy. So, JC, I'm getting lots of questions because when they go to the Teespring site where we're selling, it looks like the merchandise disappears in days or hours. Yeah. How how, how does tell people how that works? Uh, they only give you a certain a number of days for a campaign for a certain product and then and then they and then the campaign ends um so if somebody wants a certain thing then i then i i can you know restart that i can put that up again so what we'll do is we'll look at the success of each campaign and the ones that are selling we'll just right keep renewing exactly yeah so and as i have done if you have a special request contact jc and we can see what we can put together because we've got some new products coming up well, too. It's, it's funny, like <laughs> you know, I was looking at well, one design, like one person bought a t-shirt, right? So I mean, there's somebody out there. You're wearing a t-shirt. Nobody else on the planet <laughs> <laughs> has this t-shirt. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, we we want everybody on the planet to have these yeah. t-shirts. So, I mean, so. you can have like designer, you know. Yeah. Hey, I want. Make me one like this that's just, just, just for you. me. Just for me. I love Liberty First University, right? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I like it. So back to the topic of the bump stop things. Who, so, how, how many, ha I mean, how many people have a bump stock? I mean, they just, they're kind of like novelty. Yeah, things, well, here's the I mean, thing. My gun experts. That's the kind of, but that was the, that was the conversation about the ban of the thing. Like, ah, this, you know, it's kind of meaningless anyway, because mm -hmm. who uses these things? But remember, it's not about the particular thing. No, no, I understand. It's yeah, about yeah. establishing a precedent. Right. It's yeah, about absolutely. establishing absolutely. a mindset in the people that, hey, government, he, he can do yeah. this, yeah. right? No, I mean in That's the context of, right. you know, what is, like this really, what are you stopping? Right, right. The right. whole thing, oh, we're going to, we're, we're stopping gun violence. This is fighting against gun violence. I mean, really? No. I, and my, I, my gun experts tell me that it, you can make your own bump stock in like five seconds anyway. You just take and apparently you can just bend a piece of metal and whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Silly. And I And most of my gun experts tell me that bump stocks are pretty useless anyway. Right. They don't really do anything. And by the way, did you see that? Um, what's the movie about the the former Mexican cartel guy? The one who always gets mistaken for Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah. yeah? yeah. <laughs> Did you see the last movie where he like used his finger like a right, bump stock? Yeah, just like Seriously, I know that's Hollywood, but maybe it's even possible. I don't know. Did did the Vegas shooter this because this all comes from yeah. the Vegas? It all comes right, from the, the Vegas shooter. Shooter. Uh, did he 
This is the thing. Did he use a bump stock or he had a bump stock? Well, I don't think we'll ever know that. I I don't know. I know that, well, they tell us that he had it in his possession. Right. But we. What did that have to do with the actual shooting? They allege that he used it. I don't, I don't know. But for Donald Trump to, to create an order for the ATF to impose these regulations that impose a revocation of personal property, that impose a law uh, to criminally prosecute people is unconstitutional because it's legislation without representation. Number two, as we covered in the last segment, it is not the uh, authority of the federal government to make a law that denies any bit of this, of this, of these uh, accessories to the guns. And let's just say there's no authority within the Constitution for the federal government to deny any personal property without due process. Yeah, you said Trump created. You meant Trump signing. It was yeah, Jeff sorry. Sessions that actually created it <laughs> while he was here. Yeah, So okay. th- this started with Jeff Sessions. Right. This, he's the one that launched the thing under the, the Justice Department after they couldn't, after uh, Congress wouldn't do it. Well, but... And so he signed, Donald Trump is saying he's going to sign it. Right. And to be honest. Or authorize. I don't even know how that works. Like, it's a Justice Department rule or whatever. Well, but he's the head of the executive branch. So so, he has to sign something? Yeah, when he's the head of the executive branch. So every time the Justice Department makes a rule, he has to sign off on it? Is that how that works? Mm, It's kind of bizarre. It almost seems like theater to me because I've never heard of this. Well, yeah. Well, but maybe, and again, once again, when you get outside the Constitution, then you have this arbitrary, questionable chaos, right? We sign some stuff. We don't sign other stuff. Whatever, you know. Because that's that's what's bizarre. Whatever happens, whatever works. It seems like theater to me because when's the last time? Well, it could be because it's a big political I understand, thing. but listen, when is the last time, when is, when is, when have you ever, I don't recall ever, ever, ever hearing an announcement or some news story that the president is signing a rule made by the Justice Department. When right. has that ever happened? I've never heard of that. I've never heard of, hey, Justice Department make, made a rule, and so today the president is is passing that, is signing that. Well, I've maybe, never heard of that. Yeah, and you're right. Maybe he does it all the time. But it's because of the political effect. Now all of a sudden it's a big deal, you know. I think CNN has has a, a, a mission here to make this popular because they realize that this is a very divisive act. Can I channel people... Q, Q Nation? <laughs> Q Nation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Q, okay. okay. Right? Go okay. <laughs> what, what really is going on here? Why the really president cheap. is signing it? You know, he's, such, he's always four steps ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Why he's signing it is because he knows it's meaningless. And he's trying to throw, right, he's throwing them a bone to get them off the scent. Meanwhile, our rights are are still okay. What could possibly be meaningless about... Was that pretty good? Yeah, no, that was pretty good. But what could possibly be meaningless about taking people's property, about throwing people in jail? I mean, seriously, I... I didn't say it was perfect. It's just my impression. (laughs) What what comes at me all the time. I always get these secret messages of why i mean they're 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 always one theme why donald trump is correct and why he's doing what he's doing that seems like he's doing the wrong thing but it's actually the right thing and here's why well to be i'm not totally they're better at it to be totally honest donald trump hasn't had a very good stance 
personally or politically about federal government involvement in guns or law enforcement or anything on that level. He's a New York guy. Yeah. Well, even if he were a conservative, guy. New York conservatives are still New York liberals. City, I mean. New York's, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. No. Hey, upstate, that was him, not me. Yeah, I, I wasn't talking about our patriots all over New York. Yeah, our our Long Island. I'm talking guys. about the city Sorry, liberals. Barbara, I mean, there's Samuels. a lot of strong, <laughs> strong conservatives. You know, strong liberty yeah. patriots in the city. He's not talking about you, Sandy. We know them. <laughs> we, we know these folks. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Sweatland. Up it's in a Buffalo, ton of them, man. Who, no, took, I mean, who I mean, took us to the to no? The I mean, Buffalo in the city. Restaurant. I mean, in New York right. City, there yeah. are patriots in New York City. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there are. I was just being funny. Yeah, there are. Not funny. (laughs) Not funny. But listen, um, this is something that we need to work on, America. And this is one of the messages that we need to get out across the board. I had one. I mean, I have... I have trolls that follow me on face on Facebook and Twitter and and God love them. I won't block them, you know, because, hey, I was a liberal whack job once. Seriously, hardcore liberal whack job. I didn't know you. Yeah, you didn't know me back then. But nonetheless, well, I still had some of those tendencies when you met me. No, you were (laughs) you were armyized. But anyway, oh, yeah, then I went statist. So I went from a liberal whack job to a statist, and now I'm back constant, you know, I'm 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 very well, and I wouldn't say centered, because that's also misinvol- uh, mis- uh, a misstatement. But look, we've got to work on this. I had a, a liberal say, hey, Christiane, what are you freaking out over? The Second Amendment is still okay. <laughs> like, seriously. Q Nation. You don't get it. You don't get it. When George Mason said this, when the idea of a... Wouldn't of, this be Fourth Amendment? The, it, no, it would be Fourth Amendment. It would be Fifth Amendment. It would be Sixth Amendment. It would be Seventh Amendment. It yeah. would be Eighth Amendment. Because that's right? kind of a red herring, right? right. Your Second Amendment is okay. Right. That misses the point. Right. I mean, it's confiscation of property right. through... A declaration by an executive agency. Yeah, and if you th- signed by the president outside of the legislative process, I and mean, if you that's think about like- property from the perspective of our founders, remember J- uh, James Madison wrote that essay on property. He said, "If a man's property can be taken through arbitrary searches and seizures for any reason, then no property is sacred." So, in this aspect, now. This is not just simply a Second Amendment threat. This is a First Amendment threat, a Third Amendment. I mean, every single one of our rights is in jeopardy when the federal government can just simply make up rules and regulations to take your property without due process. Because here's the thing, JC, you know this. We know history. We've seen this. You guys know human nature. You've seen this in your own family's lives. What did that young lady in the high school say? I have my opinions, but I won't say them because I know the effect. Right? So when the government operates in an arbitrary manner to take your private property and there is no limit to what they can take and to the extent that they can take it, then you will keep your opinions to yourself. But isn't this always kind of the slick way that they do it? You distract you with another sort of uh, closely related thing. Right. And Which brings back the George Mason quote that I was trying to get yeah. at. George Mason said that when the idea of enslaving Americans came to effect 
in uh, the early 17, mid-1740s, he said, the parliament was advised by an artful man to disarm the people, but not to do it openly. openly. You have to weaken them and let them sink gradually. And that's how that happens in America today. We are weakened by regulation. We are sinking gradually through our ignorance and through our addiction to the federal government solution. Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. This is our final segment to our Daily Journal show today, Thursday. We will be back at you on Saturday. Remember, we take Friday off. Saturday is a double dose show. Uh, so. Keep in mind that uh, you will see us. We are also uh, emailing these shows directly to your inbox if you don't have us coming directly to your inbox because, hey, it could be any time now. Uh, Facebook drops us, and then you don't get to have uh, us through Facebook. Twitter blocks us or something. Get these shows to your email so they can come to you directly so you can continue to disseminate the information. Make sure you go to SoundCloud. You like, you sign up. If you're watching us on Twitter, on YouTube, Please, I beg you, subscribe and ring the Liberty Bell because that's how we keep giving you the information so that you can take it other places. CNN reports bump stocks gained national attention last year after a gunman in Las Vegas rigged his weapons with the devices to fire on concert goers. President Donald Trump vowed to outlaw the devices soon after the tragedy, and some lawmakers on Capitol Hill urged him to back a permanent legislative fix. But opposition from lawmakers and the National Rifle Association ultimately made a regulatory change the only realistic path forward to accomplishing the president's goal. Unconstitutional legislation without representation by regulation. Unconstitutional the taking of and the interfering with the right to keep and bear arms. Number three, unconstitutional, taking of personal property without due process. Number three, unconstitutional because it creates a chilling effect that will silence the people. It is an unauthorized power. You know, JC, not only does this take your bump stock, but what about the companies who made them? That takes their property, too. And government taking personal property is the very epitome of violations of liberty. You see, you've got to break these things back down to their cores. Life, liberty, property. These are the basic needs of life. Life, liberty, and property. That's the whole reason government is instituted to protect and secure the rights of the people. And when government starts acting contrary to those rights, 
then government is no longer fulfilling its purpose. And then you have to question. JC, is this a purge class? I I don't think so. I mean, we're telling you Donald Trump is wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, don't you get that every show? Like, you get the, oh, you're a Trump sycophant, or you're, I mean, it's always one or the other every show. Absolutely, absolutely. But that's what happens when if you're, well, that's like the other day. You, Liberty you over had security, the, uh, principle over party, truth over personality. You said something about fake news. Oh, and some gosh. guy on Twitter was like, oh, I can't take anybody credible that uses the term fake news because he associates <laughs> that with Donald Trump. As if Donald Trump invented yeah. fake news. So you gave him the Thomas Jefferson quote. Which he disappeared and then. And then he vanished. He vanished. Well, that happens when you're when you're fixed on principle. Right. You know, that's that's what and then the people listening, uh, some of these some of the folks that you get this reaction from are not operating on principle. So that's what happens. I here's what but I, I do think I will say again, there's theater going on here. Yeah. Just the way cool. this thing is being just the way it's and I don't know. I don't know what the theater is exactly about, but something is. Something strange about this. Well, I here's what I want you guys to do. This is the action alert today. Let's take back this narrative and stop making it just about the Second Amendment. Make it about the liberties of property. About the taking of property without due process. I think that's a very, very important aspect that we are missing here today. It's not just about the Second Amendment. It's about property, it's about liberty, and maybe if people will connect the dots and see that if the government can exercise the taking of property through regulation, then there is no property that is secure. Thank you for joining us today. Look for us again on Saturday, and as every day, we thank you for your support. God bless. I was one who